you're listening to On Assignment by God, the daily blog and podcast. What did the Lord God say to me this morning? Good morning and welcome to another episode of On Assignment by God, the daily blog and daily podcast. This is your host. This is your host. I felt like I should say that again. This is your host. Fun, strong, new last name. Ah, yeah, it feels good. It feels good to be here with you this morning. I got a question though. Let's kick it off with a question. Have you ever felt a push to do something different? Like I just did that intro totally different from what I normally do. Have you ever felt a push to sort of climb outside of the box that you're in? Have you ever had the thought to challenge yourself regardless of how you knew it would feel? Well, yesterday I had the spontaneous thought to wake up at 3.30 a.m. to pray. Yeah, I know, I know, right? For me, that would be a challenge because I've not been going to bed early to accomplish that. And now I had this thought early in the evening, but I still didn't make plans to go to bed early. And so waking up at 3.30 a.m., yeah, that was gonna be a bit much for your girl. For me, that thought could have easily been forgotten as I moved throughout the rest of the, the day. For me, the Lord waking me up at 3.30 a.m. to pray may have seemed a little bit more viable. But the thought came and yep, I went with it. I set my alarm and that's what time I got up to pray this morning. And I'm about to share with you the conversation me and the Holy Spirit had this morning. So y'all, back to this spontaneous thought that I had to wake up at 3 a.m. to pray. That push that I was talking about, that spontaneous thought, that outside of the box thought, that challenge was Holy Spirit. A woman of God told me once that greater level and greater elevation requires greater sacrifice. I'm going to say that one more time in case you missed it. Greater levels, greater elevation requires greater sacrifice. Shout out to Cassandra Ware for telling me that. So when that thought dropped into my mind of waking up at 3 a.m. or 3.30 a.m. to pray, come on 30 minutes, (laughs) I knew it was not one I was to, you know, push aside or talk myself out of because how many of you know we can talk ourselves out of the thing that God is trying to talk us into or trying to talk to us through. Come on, okay? I knew that God wanted to see if I could take the responsibility to wake myself up. I mean, of course, he's technically the one waking me up, but you know what I'm saying? To actually set my alarm and be uh, responsible for getting up at 3.30. Well, guess what? I got up. I got up. Now, I didn't pop up. I didn't pop up like I was excited or anything, but I did get up. 
I went to the prayer closet, got on my knees, and I spent time with Holy Spirit. I waited and I listened for the Holy Spirit to speak to me after I had prayed because clearly he had something to say, right? Of course he did, but it didn't come right away. James 1.19 says, my dear brothers and sisters, pay attention to what I say. Everyone should be quick to listen, but they should be slow to speak. Have you ever just been in your prayer closet or during your prayer time and you be the one doing all the talking? Yeah, maybe, maybe just try it out. Just try it out. Maybe try listening more. I mean, the Bible says we should be quick to listen and slow to speak. So while I was waiting to hear the still small voice, I heard it. I heard the still small voice. Holy Spirit said, go all in. No more partial. I started thinking of ways I could go all in, of course. You know, I'm like, okay. You know how you be kind of like low-key like, I thought I was all the way in here, Lord. <laughs> but you know, the Lord is not telling you something just to be saying something. He ain't just talking to be talking. You can't really negotiate with him or debate with him on whether you all in or not. If he tell you go all in, no more partial. Clearly he letting you know. He's setting you on a course correction of, you need to do a bit more. So I started thinking of where could I do more? What could I, how else could I go all in? And the first thought that dropped in my mind was spend more time in the word of God. Yeah. It's not like I'm reading the Bible all day, every day. Okay. <laughs> because if I was, maybe he wouldn't have said that, but that's the first thought that came to my mind. So after I documented this, that means I wrote it down in my journal. I heard the Holy Spirit say, don't be the plus one. I'm like, okay, that don't have anything to do with go all in. Or does it? He said, don't be the plus one. Know the one. Know me for yourself. So I got to thinking, you know, when I when I hear the Holy Spirit speak to me, of course, I write it down and then my mind just, you know, take off in, in the direction that I believe he often wants me to to go in. And I thought about if you've ever been invited to a wedding or an event by a friend who already had been invited. Have have you ever done that? Have you ever, you know, somebody got invited to a party or invited to an event or a wedding or a game and then they asked you, did you want to come with them? The Holy Spirit was saying, don't be the plus one when it comes to getting to know who he is, because he's inviting you too, you got your own invite. So don't come to him on the arm of someone else. Oh my gosh, y'all. When I was writing this, I literally was like, woo wee. Okay. I can just see it in my spiritual imagination. Y'all go with me. Okay. So you arrive at the door on the arm of someone else. And Jesus is at the door. Jesus is the bouncer. Okay. Jesus is at the door looking like, um, why, why are you, he's looking back and forth at you and then them and you and then them and like, um, why are you attached to them? I sent you your own invite. Your name is on the list. You're not a plus one. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Your name is already on the list. I sent you your own invite. 
And you looking like you did. I got my own invite. I didn't have to come with them. You sent me my own. I must have missed it because I was so busy trying to get in with someone else who seemed more notable. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Is that us? Are we trying to get in on the coattails of preachers, pastors, prophets, evangelists, teachers that we follow? Or are we fully aware that we too have our own invite? <laughs> Ooh, some of y'all are like, wait, what now? What? Yeah, you got your own invite. You don't have to be a plus one. That's what Holy Spirit was saying. And speaking of invites, speaking of invites, check out this trans transition that I'm about to make. Have you invited the Holy Spirit into your life to dwell? Now, what does dwell mean? That means in your life to make himself at home. And Holy Spirit is a person. Okay, Holy Spirit is part of the Godhead, you know, you got God and you got Jesus and then you got the Holy Spirit. He's the third person of the Godhead. Okay. It's person. All right. So have you invited the Holy Spirit in your life to dwell, to live? H have you done that? It, it's a question. I'm, I'm going to give you a second to think about if you have invited the Holy Spirit to dwell. Do, do. Have you? <laughs> Y'all probably like this girl right here did not just run a whole Jeopardy 15 second Jeopardy song. For you to think about it. But I want you to think about it. Have you invited the Holy Spirit into your life to dwell, to make himself at home? That means you're not, you're not like, yeah, you can live, you can live with me right here in this room, but not over there. Not, okay. I don't want you over there, Holy Spirit. Don't don't come all up in my habits. Okay. This is my habit space. This is where I this is where I do all the things that don't nobody know I do, except you already know I do it. So I why am I hiding this from you? Have you invited the Holy Spirit into your life to dwell? Yesterday, during some reflection time, because I've had quite a bit of reflection time lately, I was trying to remember what was it exactly that made me, for real, for real, transform into who you're hearing today. What was it exactly that made the difference in 2019 versus all the other times I attempted to live right. What was it? I started thinking about it because, you know, I was like, well, I did the one hour prayer challenge. You know, I did that in 2019. I remember, you know, cutting off some people at the time who were uh, not good. And the Lord had been telling me to cut them off. And so I was like, yeah, I did all of that. I did all of that. But you know what it really was? I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. Not the water baptism. Acts 1.5 says, John baptized with water. But in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. 
Yeah. That's what the difference was for me. I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. He came to live on the inside of me. Yeah. Acts 2.38 said, Then Peter said unto them, Repent. That means turn away from your sins. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's Acts 2.38. Hmm. Have you invited the Holy Spirit to dwell in your life? Because that was the difference maker for me. That was what made the difference in how I had been trying to live right. I hadn't invited the Holy Spirit in. And you got to be a born again believer to invite the Holy Spirit in. Like you can't be a sinner and then invite the Holy Spirit in. First, you got to. You got to do salvation first. You know, you got to give your life to Christ first. Okay. That's first things first. Like there's, there's the whole salvation thing. Like if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and savior and you're not a believer, but you have a desire to be, check this out. All you got to do is openly confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. That's it. When you pray that prayer, when you say that Jesus is Lord and I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, that's it. You saved. That's it. Make sure you get connected with a good Bible-based church in your community or online or whatnot during these pandemic times. But you still need to get in a church. Like You need to get, get in church. Okay? You understand what I'm saying? Get in church. Okay? But that that's salvation. So I had that. Right. I, I had salvation. But what changed for me in 2019 was when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's what changed. Ephesians 3, 16 through 19 says this. I pray that he may grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power in your inner being through his spirit. And that Christ may dwell, that means he lives on the inside, Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length, the width, the height, and the depth of God's love. And to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge so that you can be filled with all the fullness of God. Are you all in? Are you? All in can mean turning away from your sins fully. That means you ain't just. And see, that was the difference too. I wasn't all in with turning away from sin. Okay, come on bars. I wasn't all in like I would turn away from it, then I would go back to it. So I wasn't I wasn't fully committed to God. I wasn't all in with him. You know what I'm saying? All in means you turn away from your sins fully. All in can mean being intentional about your time with God. Like all your all in. I'm all in today, Lord. I'm all in today. I'm not going to think about work. I'm not going to think about nothing else. I'm all in today. Being intentional about your time with God. It can mean being fully obedient to the pushes of God. Like when I felt the push to set my alarm to wake up at 3.30 a.m. 
being all in. I'm in, God. You get the urge, the unction from God to do something. Be all in with it. Don't have do it. Be all in. He said, no more partials. No more partial. No more one foot in, one foot out. Be all in. I heard someone say that obedience can be a lonely road to travel. I'm telling y'all, that's probably the most accurate statement to describe this spiritual journey. You hear me? You <laughs> Listen, when I heard that, I was like, oh, yes, yes, yes. I had never really put it into words. You know, people like, do you feel lonely? And, you know, my kids are there with their dad school um you know our homeschool so school hasn't technically started back yet for us and they're spending time with their dad and man it has been really you know lonely without them being here but when I look back just even when they're here when I look back over my life over the last couple of years I'm like man obedience is a lonely road to travel you know And a lot of people, I think a lot of people go all in, but with the people around them not going all in, they fall back, pray to the ways of the world and forget the ways of God. So today I want to encourage you, get back in there with God. (laughs) Will you be all in with God? You may not know exactly what that looks like. And to be honest, you don't even need to know. You really don't. God does not need to show most of us, all of us, the whole full thing, because we will be trying to edit, you know, it, oh God, you want me to go through that? Wait, what? Oh, you mean go through that, but it's going to get me to this. But do I have to go through that? I mean, even Jesus said, you know, is there any other way? You know, if Jesus said that (laughs) he was sinless and we, we ain't sinless. Okay. We thank God for the blood that made us free from our sins, you know, but Will you be all in with God? Will you? Being all in with God means trusting that he already knows the road that you're on and he'll be with you as you travel it because you are never alone. God is always with you. Will you be all in with God? Are you going to be all in? I'm just saying. I'm just asking again. That's actually one of your assignment questions today. Yeah, that's question number two. But let me tell you what question number one is. I think you already know. Say it with me. What did Holy Spirit say to you in your conversation with him this morning? Do y'all be saying it like I say it in the tone I say it in? What did Holy Spirit say to you in your conversation with him this morning? I hope that that rings in your ear every day. What did Holy Spirit say to me in my conversation with him this morning? Because that always implies that you had a conversation with him this morning and then that you wrote it down what he said Uh uh-huh and then number two will you be all in with God will you be all in all the way in I'm talking about both feet in whole body in can he dwell in your body huh And you might be like, ooh, I need to clean up first. No, just go ahead on and invite him in and he'll do the cleaning. My God. Thank you, Lord. Just bring him on in there with all your, 
your idiosyncrasies, your bad habits. Just be like, Lord, come into my life right now. I invite you in, Holy Spirit, to come in. Oh, y'all. And notice when you invite the Holy Spirit in, it might be evidenced by tongue speaking. You might start speaking in tongues. That means you're not going to know what you're saying. You might do it. You might not sound like the person you heard speaking tongues. Don't 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 get all caught up in that, okay? Don't get all caught up in that because the devil definitely wants you to be confused and make you think this is not, this ain't what it is. No, just invite the Holy Spirit in, okay? If you haven't done that, do that, okay? Do that today. That is your assignment. Invite the Holy Spirit into your life if you haven't done that already. Just receive receive it it's a gift receive it lord i want to receive the gift of the holy spirit just ask for it and and tongues may not come right when you receive it that's okay too that's okay too but then get to know get to know who holy spirit is by spending time by being all in (laughs) be all in we get so caught up in the busyness of this world and for what for what you not here for, for you. You here for God. You get caught up in trying to do your plan and your agenda. And for what? <laughs> for what? What's the end goal? What's the end goal? You know, when I coach people, it's like, what, what what's your end goal? What are you trying to get to? Where are you trying to go in your business? Where are you trying to go in your life? And really, really now as as a person who is filled with the Holy Spirit, I'm like, where is Holy Spirit telling you that you need to be? Because that's where you need to be. Amen. All right, y'all. Don't forget to record yourself. I know I scared some of y'all when I said, don't forget. Don't forget to record yourself reading the word of God. Okay. Matter of fact, record yourself reading about the Holy Spirit. Just go to Acts. All up in there. All up in Acts. Read Acts 1 and 2. Okay. Read Acts 1 and 2. All right. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. And I appreciate y'all listening. I appreciate y'all supporting this podcast. And I appreciate that y'all are all in with God first. Okay. And then with me second. Let me know that you all in. Text me 601-299-4398. Just send me a text with the two words. All in. 601-299-4398. I'll talk to you tomorrow.